this is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapades. Hi, this is Rebecca from the Arab Animation. Um, you're listening to Mousecapades podcast. Hey, this is Matt from Star Tours. You're listening to the Mousecapades podcast. This is Amanda from Disney Junior, and you're listening to the Mousecapades podcast. Hello, this is David from Star Tours, and I just helped a Nick's son build his very first lightsaber. Hi, this is Marcos over at Star Tours. I don't listen to podcasts often, but when I do, I listen to Mousecapades. You're at the right place. Right place. At the right time, you found the number one podcast. Number one podcast. That entertains that space between your ears. We invite you to relax, pull up a chair, and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So, grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. Sit down, relax, and have yourself a mosquito mojito because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast with John Tiki Garden. Hey, my friend, how are you doing? I am doing fantastic. How are you both? We are awesome, buddy. Um, it has been a very, very, very long time since you've been on the show, and I'm very excited since then, since the last time you've been on, you know a lot has happened, and I had an opportunity to actually fly down. Actually, I didn't fly. Sorry. I drove down there and um, had an opportunity to spend uh, a night with you over at Epcot and had a great time. In, uh, we're finally back in the Mousecapade studios for this recording, which is awesome. Lately, we've been kind of just all over the place this summer since, you know, being both teachers and um, just going wherever, going with the flow, really recording the podcast, but we're back at it. And I have Vicky here with me as well, John. This is the first time I think you've actually been on the show with Vic. Hi, I how believe are so. You? Yeah, I'm excited I'm to talk with you. I'm doing great. I know, likewise. I uh, hope we get to meet up with you when we're there at Christmas time. That would be awesome. And then maybe we can do a periscope for uh, Nick to see. Oh, heck yeah. We'll, de- we'll definitely have to make that happen. Yeah, you've been yeah, you've been doing a lot of periscopes, buddy. You, I I I see. Uh, I, I would ask what you've been up to, but I know you pretty much have just been like basically a bum at Epcot. Well, pretty much. That's yeah. That's if I have some free time and we can't figure out what we want to do, we pretty much end up at Epcot. So that's pretty much our go-to place to where we always go. Yeah, and I see from your scopes, buddy, it looks pretty cool. Now I know your boy; he really likes, and so so does mine. Uh, right there in the Germ- Germany Germany Pavilion, right? At uh, the, the little trains they have there? Oh, my gosh, yes. The miniature train set right there in the Germany Pavilion? Yes. He loves it. I literally have to drag him kicking and screaming away from there because we could just stay there for hours and hours upon end. He loves it so much. Yeah, they don't grow out of that. Mine's 16, and he still likes it. Ah, that's awesome. That's really cool. My, well, my son is big into Thomas the Train now, right now, so of course that just amplifies it when he sees other trains going around that he gets really excited. Yeah, Joey has um, probably all of the Thomas the Trains, I'm pretty sure. he. Uh, we made the mistake of saying that maybe if he asked the Easter Bunny one year and we had to buy the crane. I can't think of his name. Cranky the Crane. And let me just tell you, the that cranky? was the, yeah, the most expensive uh, Easter basket gift ever. Ever. Hey, Colin has that. Actually, he's had two because he oh. cut the string on the first one. You're just a nice I think it's cr- Yeah, and I think it's Cranky the Crane, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I said, Cranky. I remembered about halfway through our conversation. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. 
That's awesome. So you've been putting on some awesome scopes there at Epcot. That has become one of my favorite places to visit when I'm out there in Orlando at Walt Disney World. Um, as far as like the 4th of July celebrations and stuff like that, buddy, where did you spend your 4th? Well, so actually, you know, it's funny we're talking about, you know, how we're always at Epcot. My wife pretty much sat me down that morning and said that she had no desire to go to Epcot. And I was kind of, uh, I'm not going to lie, my feelings were a little hurt about that because, you know, it's the 4th of July. I really wanted to go to the uh, American Adventure and go to the, you know, America Pavilion and celebrate there. I know that the the Fife and Drum drummers were going to be out that day and they hadn't been out in several years. But uh, the wife shot that down. So we actually wound up at Hollywood Studios for most of the day. Wow, that that blows my mind. I would have assumed you've been over there at Epcot, you know, because you really love the American or the American Pavilion. They had their choir out there singing a whole bunch of patriotic songs. Someone was uh, periscoping that event, and I got a chance to watch it. And I think it was even on someone's Instagram account that I follow. And it was pretty cool. I was thinking about you because I thought for sure, you know, Tiki was over there watching this. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I just assumed that's where it would be, but she said she couldn't do it because we go to Epcot so much. And we had been especially going to Epcot a lot recently because our favorite cast members at the uh, Mexico Pavilion were finishing up their cultural representative program. They just left last Sunday. So we had really been going to Epcot pretty much every Sunday for about the past two months. They're finally and gone, they, eh? Yep, all of, well, I shouldn't say all of them because it's, it's so funny. We had, well, we've, we've made friends with a lot of the culture representative people at the Mexico Pavilion that operate the Grand Fiesta tour ride. But there was two or three that were especially super sweet to my family and my son. Um, and they have gone back home now, but it's funny, before they left, they have, told all the new people because they have a lot of new uh, culture representative program people coming in about my son and my wife and I and we wrote it gosh I don't even know what night it was maybe like two weeks ago on a Friday when there was nobody there that we knew but the cast members who were still earning their ears knew who we were so come to find out they actually have a picture of my son in the break room you're kidding me how cool no like that's like how like deeply enthralled we are into uh, the pavilion there and the people that work there. So it's they all of them mean a lot to us, and it's just been so much fun getting to know all those people. And we're we're sad to see our our favorite ones go, but I'm sure we'll buddy up with the new ones that are coming in. But you know, are these anyways, the college I, students? I Sorry, I mean to interrupt you. Are these the college students that left, and now the new ones are coming in? Is that what you're? I'm just trying to make sure. No. Yeah, so this is actually the cultural representative program at Epcot. It's people from their actual countries that come to work at the pavilion where they're from, um, and it's a year-long program that they oh, take part okay. in. I didn't know that so, they were limited to only a year for some reason. Yep, so it's a little bit different than the college program, but um, it's just an exclusive program they have with the different countries that where the pavilions are around the World Showcase. Sign me up for the American Pavilion. I'll be there for a year. <laughs> well, I'm glad you took Nick to the Mexican Pavilion because we would have never got Nick in there, and now he wants to eat Mexican, which is awesome because he doesn't eat Mexican food. Hey, put a st- put a mustache on me. I'll blend right in. Nice, <laughs> nice Nick. <laughs> and a sombrero. I'm curious. I wonder if you, did your son have the sombrero on in the picture in the break room? Uh, 
Yeah, he does. He I, did? I, yes! We have literally a collection of like four sombreros at my house that have all been gifted to us from the cast member. We have so much stuff that from all of them that's been gifted to us. It's it's kind of insane, all the, all the different things we've gotten from them. And see, They're that's what's nice. awesome, dude. That's what separates Disney from any other company and the experience as a whole. But um, i got to move us along. What else? Yep. Um, so you're over at Hollywood Studios for the 4th. You watched their fireworks celebration? No, so we, we actually just hung out there for most of the day, um, and it, it was not crowded at all. Just had a good time doing all the, the different attractions and stuff at the park, and then we decided we were going to go to Magic Kingdom in the evening to check out and see what that was like. And, oh, my God, was that a mistake. I think literally every single person on vacation and every local was at the Magic Kingdom that day. It was insanely busy, of course, being the 4th of July. Um, so we really didn't, weren't there too long, but I will say I was kind of, and I did a periscope of this. I, I, I watched it. I, I watched it. it yes. <laughs> I feel like I, I, a lot of my periscopes I do sometimes, I do a lot of complaining and I really do not want to turn into that, that Disney fan that complains about stuff. Cause I, I really don't want to be that is pointing at guy. me right now. She is, she was pointing at me and laughing and smiling cause I have, I've turned into that guy and I need to just quit. But no, I watched your I, scope. Why, why don't you tell our listeners what it is you saw? Yeah, so uh, our favorite area in Magic Kingdom is Frontierland, specifically because my son loves the Country Bear Jamboree. So it's just one of my favorite awesome. themed areas. Yeah, it's it's so much fun. We love that ride. I mean, that ride, that attraction. But as we were uh, walking towards Frontierland, we just hear this like loud dance music going on and on. I believe they were playing the electric slide at that time when we were walking into it. Basically, they had a DJ booth set up on top of the Country Bear Jamboree with a Happy Independence Day banner, a guy that was wearing an American flag, wife beater, and a white hat. And he looked totally um, 90s out, by the way. Like, the look of yeah. him, the aura, he looked like he was straight from the 90s. If I'm not mistaken, did he have like a like a bearded goatee-looking thing? Going on, I think so, dude. It, yeah. I, I'm sure he did. It was just it was I, it was one horrific thing after another. But yeah, of course, you know, instead of having the normal background music playing in a, in a themed area like Frontierland, we were treated to the uh, musical stylings of the Backstreet Boys. Um, yeah, that's whoever right. does, though, <laughs> that's right. Whoever does, watch me whip and watch me nene, whatever the yep, that is. That that's right. So, yeah, that kind of ruined it for me. And I had titled a Periscope uh, just mainly saying the Magic Kingdom is turning into Six Flags. And that's truly what I felt at that time. Yeah, I saw that heading and I'm like, oh, I'm clicking on this. I got it because I saw the rerun, I'll, I'll admit. And I didn't catch it in time when you were live. And I saw it and I'm like, ooh, I'm clicking on this. You know, I love the gossip. And, uh, yeah, I I heard Backstreet Boys playing in the background. And you said, yeah, so Watch Me Whip and Nene just finished up. And we are turning into Six Flags. And you just, you kind of did a 360 of the whole area. And that's when I saw uh, the, the cheesy 90s-esque DJ that was up top with the banner that was, like, hanging down. And it was, like, slanted to one side and kind of not even hang, hung up up there. And it was, yeah, yeah, Six Flags. So I'm curious. Yeah, it was that- brutal. You said that you were at Hollywood Studios and there weren't that many people. And I've had several friends, including Nick, go to Hollywood Studios this summer. 
And from what all of they they said, it's not as busy as it was. Is that what do you think that has something to do with so many things closing? Or do you have an opinion on that? Um, I well, I can I can say the day that we were there for the Fourth of July, I honestly think it was because everyone was at Epcot and Magic Kingdom. I think Hollywood Studios was, was probably for like the lost, forgotten thing because Epcot had a whole bunch of special stuff for the Fourth of July. And obviously Magic Kingdom has, you know, all the stuff they have going on and the special fireworks. So I don't think it was really due to a lot of them, you know, stuff that's going on at the park per se. Now I will say there are some days when you go there that it has seemed a little bit slower. But I mean, when we went on the 4th of July, pretty much everything was a walk on. We walked on to Great Movie Ride, walked on to Star Tours, had fast passes for Toy Story Mania, but I believe the wait time for it was only 30 minutes. That's the time we went on wow. it. Yeah, you can walk on a great movie ride anytime. No, you can't. I know you can't. I just had to put that this in is, there. This is our beef between the I each can't other. stand that ride. Oh. We I love just, that ride. You know me, Tiki. I don't like that ride. <laughs> we just had this discussion at dinner. My family likes the great movie ride. The Imans do not like the great movie ride. No, it needs to be um, reformed or refurbished. I, I feel like maybe like a Pixar thing where you go through all the various Pixar movies instead. So. Yeah, it need, it needs a little love, but you know it's something to do. All right, awesome. So you stayed you stayed for the fireworks, right? Right. No, no, we okay. did. We uh, by by the time I got done listening to Backstreet Boys and we saw Country Bear Jamboree a couple of times, my my son was getting a little sick and the crowds are becoming too much, so we we decided to call it a day at that point and just wound up going home. Okay, I'm, I'm sure people were shooting them off around your house and you got a chance, your son got a chance to, to see something in the air, hopefully. Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, cool, man. So, let's get to what I really want to talk to, and and, and that's that's our date night that we had. I hope you don't mind me saying that. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. We had date, date night. Date night at Disney World, not date that's night right. at Disneyland. At Epcot, and... Uh, you you showed me that there was you showed me a whole new world right no you showed me that <laughs> there's more to Epcot than I originally thought you know I I initially thought Epcot and it, and it has been growing on me year after year but still up to that point I had thought you know boring old Epcot you know but the more I have matured the more I have become to appreciate Epcot and you showed me more that I didn't even know existed and one thing in particular um I. I hadn't ridden the Three Caballeros ride. I knew where it was, but I'd never gone into that. Uh, I don't know what you call it—the Mexican pavilion with the with the Mayan pyramid. Is that supposed to be Chechen Itza? Mm-hmm. Is that is that what that's supposed to be? Chicken Itza? No, Chech- Chechen Itza. I don't know how to say. It. Oh, okay. I said Any, it like anywho, your wife. Anywho, um, no, we did a lot of stuff, buddy. And uh, if you don't mind, I, I can roll it out, or if you want to talk about it, we can. But uh, start us off. So. Well, first off, okay, so I'm with my family, Vicky, and listeners all day long, and you met up with us actually right before my bag got jacked. Remember I was telling you about how my bag got jacked yes. by the family ahead of us in, in line at the meet and greet? Um, just minutes afterwards, Tiki just meets up with us, and uh, we had a great time, man. Um, I had a great time with you, Tiki, and uh, I, it was as if uh, I knew you for years. You came right up, and it was like you're part of the family, and we went strolling right over to Nemo and Friends. Uh, and we had a good time. Oh, dude, I, I had a fantastic time that evening. And just like you said, it was kind of funny. You know, we, we've, we've talked on the phone and done, done the podcast together for quite some time, but we had never met in person. And I had 
texted you as I was getting closer. I was like, well, dude, I don't even... I, I was thinking, I was like, am I going to know what he looks like? I'm looking around. Where is he at? But I'm so short, so you're funny. looking right over my head. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Come on. You're all good. But no, man, I really, uh, I feel the same way. It was just like we uh, had known each other for years and, you know, had a great time walking around and spending the night. And it was, it was awesome. Yeah, so we went over to Nemo, did that thing, and I and I said sayonara to the family, and uh, then I, then I had a night without the kiddo, and that's not not that that's where the fun began, Vicky, but you know that's where I was able that to was relax. Planned, I'm pretty ninety nine 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 percent sure. Oh no, you're a hundred percent sure that was planned, but I, I could relax at that point. I didn't have to worry about a kiddo, you know. I didn't have to worry about my son, and uh, we went straight in. I think did we hit up? Did we try to get Soren first? Is that where we went off to, or was it the shorts? I think we, yeah, I th- well, we, we walked around for like a good 20 minutes trying to decide what the heck we were going to do, because, you know, what, what's difficult as being a local here is I we really don't care. When friends and family come here, we do whatever anyone wants to do, because we can come at any time. Well, the night I met up with you, you were kind of in the same mood as well. We were talking about maybe hopping over to another park, doing something else, trying to figure out what we wanted to do. And, you know, finally we just decided we were going to stay in Epcot. And you had told me you hadn't explored too much of World Showcase before in the past. And I was like, oh, well, this is perfect. We're definitely staying here, and this is what we're going to do the rest of the night. But then, we, yeah, we uh, tried to go get fast, tried to do Soarin', but I think the wait was like 80 minutes or something. Oh, Ridiculous it was nuts, like it dude. normally is. And so yeah. then we went uh, upstairs. And was it upstairs? No, downstairs. What's that ride? Uh, living in the land. Living yeah, living in the land. Yeah, we went downstairs and we checked out living in the land instead. Yeah, which is you know I I love that attraction. I think there's a lot of people that just skip it and don't really take in and speak. You know what? I have to go off on this tangent here. I just saw this the other day. Someone had posted some pics on Twitter. And I don't mean to open up a whole can of worms here, because I, I know we're going to stay on the path we're talking about, but I saw they removed the alligators from the attraction. Now, I don't know if they're refurbishing them, or if it's related to the incident that happened here recently. I doubt it. But I doubt yeah, it. I have a- no, TikTok Croc's been eliminated right from the parade, and it's... The line in Jungle Cruise. Yeah, it, yeah so they're being very over PC about this and like I told Vicky I said you know there's been multiple deaths with individuals that uh, have fallen out of windows at resorts or have been in an, a, an accident that took their life on a ride and they don't take the ride out or implode the resort mm-hmm. do they? Yeah it's no. kind of crazy I, but, I think they're being crazy about it but you gotta do what well, you, you know. Yep, you gotta do what you gotta do. But what's what's crazy, and that, that story really hit us very close. But so they removed the animatronics there, but the alligators in the greenhouse are still there, which are live alligators. You know, one thing that uh, really interests me, and, and and really got me thinking, and I thought it was really cool, Tiki, was when we're riding that ride, and you had you were just looking off to the side, and you're like, oh hey, you know that. Those bananas weren't there last time, and now they now they got the banana tree back out, or or hey that wasn't there, and now they have this growing. Oh look at the size of this within a week. Look how look how large this piece of fruit has gotten. I really thought that was neat, you know, that the fact that you can remember all those details like that. The fact that you have the opportunity to go on that ride is one in itself, but the fact that you were you're very observant. 
Yeah, and that, and that's one of the things, you know, my son, he's only two and a half, so there's, you know, he can't get on a, a ton of the attractions. Obviously, there's lots of things he can do, um, but at Epcot, you know, obviously we can't do the thrill rides, so we spend our time, a lot of times, going on rides like that. So we become really familiar with where things are, and that's one of the reasons why I like living with the land so much is things are constantly changing. They're replanting different things. You know, they change it seasonally. Um, for the different events, whether it be Halloween, Christmas, um, I don't think they do anything for Fourth of July. But my point is that you know it's it's an attraction that they update constantly, which makes it very repeatable for us. And then from there, we headed over to Figment and Road Figment, and uh, this is where I was thinking to myself, "Wow, Disney, um, we have some work to do here with this ride." <laughs> this is where the bitter old Disney man uh, came out in both of us. Yes, because it was cardboard with neon paint that that was that was just like circling on a wall, like going in circles, and then like little arms of cardboard neon paint that would come down and look like they're going to hit you, and they go back up and they go back down. And it's like, okay, this looks like more like a fun house than anything else. You have to go through with the nostalgia though, because they had a picture of Robin Williams in there, and that brought a tear to my eye. I know I'm crazy, I cry over everything, but. The fact that they that had she does. Robin Williams in there, it just made it was special for me. I liked it because of that, I think. And then the little interactive stuff, which I'm sure your son is, if he's not getting into it, he soon will be, where they can play the little instruments with their oh, hands. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's into it. Okay. Well, um, my oh, kids yeah. are teenagers, and they both loved it. And in one situation, there's a flute and a saxophone, and that's both what they play. So they thought that was really cool. So Nick and I, of course, differed on this ride because I said, I don't think they should take it out. Some things are just classic. Yeah, I uh, yeah, my son definitely loves the interactive elements after the ride. It it is a really cool thing. Um, I just wish that they could plus it a little bit more. I I love Figment, one of my favorite characters, but you know the attraction needs some love. That's all I'll say. Yeah, the stuffed animal is pretty cool. I almost got that for Colin, by the way, Vicky. Um, after that, we headed off to some of the Mickey shorts, and that was really neat. We got to experience those in 4D, which was the first time I had gotten to see those films in 4D, and that was really neat, man. Oh, yeah, and I, I had told you before we had done the, had seen that, is I had never done that until like a week or two before you and I had met up, and I was so mad at myself that I had never done that before. For anyone that has not experienced that yet, it's an awesome uh, 4D movie. I'd say it's probably it could be the best one in all of Walt Disney World besides PhilharMagic. That's one of my favorite things. But it's awesome. The the animation looks fantastic. Yeah, and that's just what 50 yards from Figment. Yep, it's right in the same. It shares the Imagination Pavilion. Yep. So you may or may not know this already. Then I was going to ask you if you knew how often they change those out because. From what I understand from Nick, it sounded like you saw different Pixar shorts than we did at Christmas time. I was wondering if they were like changing those quarterly or anything like no, that. No, no, he had ju- he had just found out that right. those were there. Okay, so you won't know that. Maybe you can tell us later on in the year if you go back into them and see if they change up. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely you know keep up on that. T- I believe they've been the same movie since it opened, but I'm I'm not 100 percent about that. So. So from there, we, we went off, I believe, into the showcase, and was it the Norwegian showcase where we you're like, dude, we got to get free samples of Cologne? Oh, yeah. that's You better believe it. That's my uh, that's my go-to spot there is uh, checking out the Norway Pavilion and getting some Cologne from Gear Nice. 
Yeah, and I, I still have errands. I used mine, like, the next day, I just, like, because there's only a little tiny splash. I, like, poured it on. Yeah. <laughs> it smelled really good, you know. <laughs> but, I think uh, it smells fantastic. <laughs> oh, it does. Oh, it does. And, and what was cool, dude, is, like, you started a trend. You asked for some free samples, and then I, I'm sitting there thinking, well, should I ask for free samples, too? I feel kind of bad asking. Okay, I will anyway. And so then, like, an, I think another family got there before I did because they had seen that you had asked for free samples. And she gave out, like, two or three other samples to two or three other families before I got up there. And I'm like, could I have a sample, too? And I could tell the look in her eye, like, really? Um, which I'm sure they do that all day long. But it was, like, four or five families in a row. So you started a trend there. Oh, yeah. They have, like, a huge basket behind the cash register register that they hand out to people with them, so. And then from there, uh, we decided, I believe it was just, you were asking, well, you did a quick scope of the the waterfall, right? Uh, Was it Frozen Ever After? Yeah, yes, yes. How the water feature, I I don't know if the water feature had just been turned on when I was with you, is that the one? Yes, it was. It, was, It turned on, and you're like, whoa, this was not like this the other day. And, um... Right, yeah, they had... They had shut it off for a while, and it had just been turned on. Then from there, we we decided, hey, let's just get some candies from the various areas. Uh, so we uh, headed over to China, I believe. Um, I gave Buddha a titty twister, and <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. What's up? Did you not go to Germany? You said you saw trains, but did you not go in Germany? Oh, no, we did. We walked around. Uh, Tiki, have you never had their caramel corn? I have. I'm not a fan. You're not? I'm not a fan. I'm I'm sorry. sorry. It's okay. We're a Werther's family, and I'm like, oh, so if he took you there, he got you that Werther's caramel corn, and Nick's looking at me like I have two heads. Yeah, I was like, I don't know what you're talking (laughs) about. All right, so moving on. The man doesn't like caramel corn. No, we didn't do that. But we we did. You did get to experience the perfectly acoustic center of the China Pavilion. Yes, that was cool. It was trippy. I know, right? If you've so never done that, that you know, do it. Inside the China Pavilion, there's a, a center spot where you can talk, and it's perfectly acoustic to where you can hear. I don't even know how to explain it. It's just you can hear well, everything well, exactly. Yeah, it sounds like someone, like, it sounds like five of you have been cloned, and they're all around <laughs> you talking to you. That's what it sounds yeah. like. It, it's, it's, it's truly amazing. From there, we went over to... Wait, what's why that? you're on China Pavilion. Have, are the acrobats gone now? The China acrobats? No, nope, they they're have, still there. Okay. We've, the last two times we've been there, that we haven't seen a schedule for them. Okay, go ahead. Oh. Do you like watching that show? Or? It, oh, that's it? right, because John, Tiki asked if I wanted to stay for that. And I said, eh, no. It's pretty impressive, <laughs> although you can see that... Um, the, the head man or the older man, you know, because how things work in other cultures. I'm not trying to be ugly. Where, I mean, you, where are you going with this one? <laughs> you know, like the, the, the older, I have a name for him. How what works and older what? Uh, oh, 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 she just disconnected her headphones. We're plugging them in as we speak. Can you hear me because now? Because I'm, I'm talking. Can you hear me now? I'm talking right. with my hand. Okay. Um, wow. The older guy is in charge of the people, and you can see him giving looks like if they don't do things to the... Oh, ability or the he's quickness. the master what do you call it like the grandpa almost he's you know, the like, sensei oh, forget it I give up or is that the, China, <laughs> or is that the Japanese culture I don't know I'm uh, just saying there's levels like the okay. the grandpa is the most important and then the dad anyway you can see that there's a lot of pressure on those kids to do it because they would get upset with themselves if they did not do a good job or they thought they weren't doing a good job 
then they would get a look on their face like, uh, I'm going to get two whips tonight. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, No, I, I don't. Okay. I do, but I don't. Okay. Like I'll explain it to you later. Well, honor and stuff like that is just instilled in the Asian culture. Yes. That's what you're talking about. Yes. Got it. Okay. And how they disappoint their culture if they don't do things to perfection the first time. Yeah. We're in America. We don't care. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just joke. We, we raise a bunch of lazy millennials. Anywho. You're going to get a lot of hate mail on that. <laughs> it's a joke. So, anywho, we went over to the Japanese pavilion, and this is where we started getting some candies. And, by the way, buddy, my wife and I tried some of these candies that I purchased. Man, we didn't like them, man. We had, like, this uh, this green, like, minty cream stuff on a chocolate cracker. And Ooh. didn't like it. Yeah, didn't like it. And we bought, I don't know what, I don't know what it was called, Tiki. And then we bought, like, these uh, vanilla square things that had fudge filled in the middle of them and they were better they were okay i mean those were okay but the other ones tasted awful did you get sesame brittle mm, i don't know have you ever had that tiki it's like I peanut brittle with sesame seeds it's i think it's really good it's made with honey and it's kind of like, like peanut sesame. brittle i like yeah. i like sesame seeds so i probably would like that i i think i know what you're talking about it's the japan pavilion funny it's one of those things i always feel like adventurous about grabbing stuff and then two seconds before I check out with it, I normally put it back and don't buy anything. We really <laughs> like it, but foreign. I know everybody doesn't like everything, but um, everybody that I've let try that, because we actually got it in Chinatown in New York, too, and it's really yummy. So then I think from there, the, what was it, Reflections? Illuminations. Illuminations. I keep calling it Reflections. Illuminations. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I got, I got, I got to, I got to remind you, you're skipping out on the American Adventure. Because oh, we definitely oh, did yes. that. You need to talk about. Go ahead, fill us in. Yeah. So, uh, I, correct me if not. You had never seen the show before, correct? I have not, and it blew my mind away. As like you said. Yeah, and I just remember saying to you, I was like, "Oh, dude, you've never seen this before. We gotta, we gotta have you check it out. Especially if you're into history, like I know you are. It's an awesome presentation. I truly feel like it's the best show in all of Disney." Obviously, I've never been to the overseas parks at all. I've been to Disneyland before. Um, clearly, I've been to Walt Disney World many times. And I will stand up to the fact that the American Adventure, Adventure is by far the best show in all of Disney. I love it. I, it's, it's, I will definitely agree with you um, as far as best show in Epcot. I think, because I, uh, I just know there's probably more that I haven't seen in some of the other uh, kingdoms. But mm-hmm. as far as Epcot goes, yes, definitely the best show. Now this is a this is an attraction, John, where you can you can definitely tell that Disney dumped a ton of money into. I mean, you were talking about the specs on these things and how they move around underneath the uh, auditorium, underneath your seats mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and on a turn, a big huge turntable, and how they pop up on the stage. Truly amazing. And listeners, if you haven't seen this, basically it's just it's a history of the United States, and it starts from the very beginning. And goes, I believe, it doesn't go all the way to present day, does it? Does it go all the way, um, up, I believe, to like 1980 or maybe 75? I don't know. Well, so the, the ending, there's there's a like three-minute-long movie, and it pretty much goes from 1950s all the way up through September 11th. It's pretty much... Oh, it, it, oh that's it, right. You're right. It does. Yeah, I, th- I think it pretty the, that part goes till about like 2005 or so. Some of the clips that they splice in there. Um, especially you can tell by some of the people that are still in the film, they, it might need updated with some of the celebrities and other people that are still in it, such as Lance Armstrong and other people. 
Right, and it's very quick. Like the the last scenes, like you see of of nine eleven and stuff like that, and and the, the later years are like pretty quick. They they kind of go through quickly. Um, yeah. So you could miss it if you blink. But uh, the, when we were leaving, you're like, "Hey, Nick, did you know like everything that pops out under the stage is being rotated on one big huge turntable underneath our feet as we were sitting?" And you can't yeah. even feel it when you're sitting in the chair. You cannot feel anything, anything moving below you. And I just found, I, I just found that simply amazing that they can do something like that. Yep, yeah, it's super cool. I mean, it's, you you really notice it as you're leaving the theater and you're walking up. A huge incline, and the reason why you're walking up a huge incline like that is because all of the animatronics are underneath your feet and are constantly being moved around and shuffled through to the next show. Yeah, simply amazing, man. From there, I believe we uh, was it uh, France, and I got some ice cream. Was that was that where we went? Yeah, we, we went, went to, to Japan after that, and then we went to France. And yeah, you had got your ice cream where you couldn't decide what you wanted. No, I couldn't. I stood there forever, Vicky. And I'm like, what am I going to get? What am I going to get? And I end up getting vanilla. You're just like that. Dude, I know. And I, anywho. So, um, not reflections. Uh, Illuminations. Illuminations, thank you. We we watched that in between, and that was an amazing show in itself. I hadn't seen that since I'd been 13, and I even forgot what it was like back then. But, Tiki, uh, you stood there and like, dude, you need to watch this. If you haven't seen this in a long time, we're going to watch this. And it was simply amazing as well. The, what Disney goes through to put on a to put on a show for everyone that has to cost a lot of jack. And what was funny was a firework went off like right in front of you, and we didn't know that anything was going to be shot off. And uh, I think the kid in front of you jumped. Looks like he, he probably jumped three feet back. Did he not? Oh my gosh! Yeah, and that totally. I about jumped out of my skeleton as well. There, it was one of the little. Uh, fireworks cannons that go off periodically throughout the the show and I had forgotten about it completely and it took me by surprise as well as everyone else around us and this wasn't and this wasn't your average cannon uh, a cannon it I mean it wasn't like your average firework you buy at a at a firework tent like you did this past month I mean this thing had a, a huge explosive in it and oh, yeah, it, made it was a very big ruckus and it was only, it's probably no more than 10 feet in front of us, too. So we were, like, right Ooh, yeah, on top. Yeah, closer than, closer than that. I would say, oh, dude, within five feet. I mean, because we were Nine. right there at the rope. And that yeah. cannon was just a few feet below below our feet, you know? Yeah. It was nuts. So after that, um, geez, we went all over the place, man. We, we hit up a pub. And, uh, oh, geez, what pavilion was that? Um... United Kingdom. That, United Kingdom, thank you, yeah. Kingdom. And I felt yeah. like I was in like a Game of Thrones episode or like, uh, what's that movie um, where they do that bar crawl from one bar to the next and all everyone's an alien? Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, with British Simon, film, British Simon film? Pegg. With Simon that, Pegg at, at World's End. At World's End. That, I felt like I was in that movie. It was so awesome just to listen to the banter of everyone in there and the cool accents they had. I could have spent all day and night inside that pub because the windows were even tinted. You couldn't tell what time of day it was, and it was just, it was awesome. Yep, Rose and Crown Pub is definitely an awesome place to just grab a beer or grab a soda or whatever your preference is and just kind of hang out and talk to some people. We we didn't have an opportunity to stay in there too long because it was kind of being later on in the day. Uh, or later on in the day, later on in the evening where the park was closing soon. I wish we could have stayed there a little bit longer, but I'm glad you got to go in there and experience that a little bit. It's definitely a fun place. 
Yeah, from there we went to the Canadian Pavilion and uh, saw some maple syrup that they were selling for like 20 bucks a pop for like a, a, a for less than a 10 ounce bottle and it was That's the real stuff. Yeah, it's the real deal and it was expensive. So I bought my father-in-law a sucker that was like five bucks and it was a little tiny maple leaf and it was pure maple and he absolutely loved them. He after he ate one, he goes, "Where's the other one?" You know, like he. He absolutely loved that stuff. Um, from there, I believe, we went over to Soren just to see if the line had dwindled down a little bit. But they weren't taking any more people in line. So we headed over to Test Track. Yep. We and did. We, we built uh, a pretty fast car, didn't we? Oh, dude. Not only did we build a fast car, we actually, if you recall, we originally were going to go through the single rider line. Yes, and thank you for bringing this up. Yeah, so we were going to go through the single rider line because I told you, I think it had, I don't remember what the posted wait time was, but I was like, oh, dude, we can probably get on that, no problem. It's later on in the day, we came around the corner, and I already saw the single rider line. And, you know, I'm pretty familiar with how the, the crowd flows through that attraction, and I just looked at you and said, dude, it's not happening. That's going to be a good hour-plus long wait before we go through there. So as we were walking out, the cast member who, you know, greeted us as we were going through the single rider line kind of just stopped us and asked, well, what's wrong? And to which I said to her, oh, you know, I, I live here. That line is way too long. It's going to take forever. And, you know, it's not worth She initially it, right? told us it was, like, going to be 15 minutes. She's like, oh, 15, 20 minutes, you're fine. You're right. Yeah. As soon as we went around the corner, you're like, Nick, this is much longer than 15, 20 minutes. There's no way I'm going to wait in this line. Uh, no, you weren't like, there's no way. You're like, what do you want to do? You're very open about it. And I was like, ah, oh, dude, we're not going to waste the last hour together in this park in a line, dude. Let's go do something. And you're right, we left. Cast member said, what are you doing? And what did she do for us, Blake? So she, uh, you know, I don't want to say did the right thing, but she went out of her way and accommodated us and put us through the fast pass line, which put us right onto the attraction to where we could go in and create our car and you know again I know we you talk about those little little things that make separate Disney and make them uh, special places that's definitely an example of it she didn't have to do that she could have just said oh yeah whatever to heck with you guys go on about your night my shift's already my shift's going to be over in an hour but no well, she wouldn't funny, dude. sorry sorry go ahead I cut you off no, 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 you're all good. I was just going to say, you know, she went above and beyond and just went the extra step to, uh, you know, accommodate us. Well, what's funny, dude, was it was funny because she looked at us, she asked us what we were doing, and then she looked to her left, she looked to her right, like she was looking over her shoulder, and she, yeah. like, undid the rope and said, come on. <laughs> it was the funniest thing ever. Yeah, she it was She wouldn't have a magical day. I felt dirty walking past the, the rope. I felt like I was doing something wrong. You didn't tell me this part, because that should have made you have a magical day. Oh, I, I totally forgot. So, yeah, we went on the ride, and we created our car, um, and which, you know, we both said, uh, let's just get on the ride. But I ended up actually doing, creating the car anyway, the way some time. And uh, I believe we came in first on the last leg, and uh, our car was boosted at, like, what, 98% power. And even people in the car were like, holy crap, 98%. Yeah, I think we were at dead last and everything leading up to that. We had the most non-efficient car ever, but it was built to haul major buck. If you're not first, you're last. That's right. It was built it was built for speed. <laughs> Ricky Bobby. <laughs> That's right. Um, and I think that was the last thing we did, right? We uh, decided to head out. Uh, we were going to hit the souvenir shop. I said, ah, don't worry about it. 
I'm just going to go back to the resort and uh, said our goodbyes and uh, gave the little bro man a uh, little handshake, half hug thing going on. And and I, I thank you for coming out and spending some time with me and showing me around Epcot. And I said this in, a, in an earlier uh episode this past week and i don't know if you if you heard it or not but uh you know after i left and i'm walking to the bus you know not to get sentimental here or anything or shed a tear but i just had a really good time i was just thinking about wow you know john came out here just to hang out and and uh i know it was probably a pretty big sacrifice because you had spent the last four days at a park out of the five and away from your you know your wife and kid that night and your i think your son was sick and and just, you know, it was rough, you know, uh, at home with the kiddo being sick and being away. And and uh, I, I had a great time, man. And I was thinking to myself, how cool would this be, Vicky? Move out here, you know? And I can just call John up and be like, dude, what park are we going to tonight, buddy? You know, when we get off work. And then we go, right? That would be awesome. It, it would be awesome. That's what I'm saying. And you need to uh, stop. We need to turn this pipe dream into reality. So uh, that way we can actually do these things. I know you got to convince my wife, dude. We were just talking about it today. Actually, we've been talking about it all weekend long because I've been I've been bringing it up like nonstop. She's asking me like, "What's wrong, Nick?" Because I'm quiet and stuff like that. Because I'm always thinking about the trip to Florida. I'm always thinking about the move. And I simply just looked at her uh, the other day. I'm like, "Honey, I'm just thinking about moving to Florida. I really want to move down there." And uh, you know, the the uh, deal was if I can find a job that will pay for both of us, like. So she doesn't have to work, or she can work a job that she really wants to, you know. So I'm making enough income. She said she'd make the move. So I'm still going to hold her hold her to it. She said it was still on the table. There you go. Now, you know, you just, just got to keep your eyes open and find the right job. Something will come up. Yeah, something, something. Um, but uh, anything else before we call it uh, quits here, man, and wrap up the, the podcast? Uh, no, man. I think that's pretty much it. Like I said, um, like you were saying, I had a fantastic time that night, too. I remember the ending being a, little, being a little different. I mean, I think you had whispered some sweet nothings into my ear and kind of swept me <laughs> off my feet. And, you know, we went on our way. But, yeah, basically the end result was the same. I had a good evening. I slipped you a 20 in your hand and said, thanks for the night. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, yeah, no, I know. I had a blast, man. I, I really, I truly, truly did. I went home, uh, and when I went back to the hotel room, you know, just telling, telling my son, you know, the fun that I had, and, and my dad as well, uh, just hanging out with you and saying, you know, I, I, I don't really know Tiki, but I just know him through phone calls and, and the podcast. But it was like uh, we know each other for a while, and uh, we just it was, a, it was as if we were old friends and picked up right where we left off. Uh, but uh, so, anywho. Thanks again, brother. I really do appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. So, listeners, thanks again for listening to that number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. If you have a question, idea, or want to become a guest on our, on our next show, you can always email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Shoot us a text at uh, 407-674-0414. Keep following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and iTunes and Podcast Addict. Hey, Vixter. John, I think it's about that time. Peace. Peace. And love. Have a magical day, my friends. You're listening to... The most prepared power pack.